I'm just going to sit down and we'll do that. Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Eller, the Disciple. And I am Tally, the Dissenter. This is the audio version of our YouTube video that is posted. Please um, check out the links in the description if you would like to see the video version. Thank you. And you know what? We didn't put... Please, if you like... Hi, welcome to our channel. My name is Eller and I'm the Disciple. And I'm Tally, I'm the Dissenter. And since this is our first video, we wanted to tell you a little bit about why we were making this channel. For me personally, I believe that Christian Christianity has been co-opted and has lost its way and instead has been used by fundamentalists as a weapon of hate and abuse. And I have somewhat of a disagreement on this that I feel that we might not agree on when religion started being used as a weapon against minorities. Um, and a lot of what we're doing is trying to have these difficult conversations on a variety of subjects and showing you how they happen, giving you some tips and tricks and how we can have these conversations. It's not something that we're taught in school. It's not something that we learn. We're told that we shouldn't talk about religion. We shouldn't talk about politics. And we're doing a disservice to ourselves because we don't learn these skills. So we've been on a journey um, of dealing with different perspectives. Mm -hmm. um, in case people can't figure this out, I'm your parent and I have seen you develop and have differences of opinion. I've seen you be hurt in this journey um, by religion. And uh, I do wanna be clear that this isn't really so much about religion as it is about having, how do you have difficult conversations with people and develop respect and maintain the relationship? Because that's the piece that we don't seem to be able to manage very well in our society. And it was important to both of us that there be some discussion of that. Um, you said in the past that you had a transitional period between seeing me as a child to seeing me as an adult. And um, that can also help. I mean, I think that that may be something that parents and children don't do a lot of the time, like that transitional thing doesn't happen in the same way um right like I definitely thought oh you're my kid you should want to do everything I do and I had a lot of that of like even this idea that you're sort of an extension of myself rather than your own human being mm -hmm. and once I made that transition it really enriched our relationship yeah I, I completely agree so um where you want to just give you an idea of what kind of content you can expect to see on this channel. So we're gonna give you some insights to our journey and we're gonna lay some groundwork for how you have difficult conversations, um, not just about religion or politics, but definitely other areas that we're gonna touch on. Right, and what we hope to do is encourage people to be open to new information find ways to fight against that desire to want to dig in and um, 
not be accepting of new facts and information. It is something that we do as humans to protect ourselves. Oh, you know, we have also noticed that a lot of this sort of like tough conversation stuff has been a sphere that's been dominated by men. And as non-binary people, we um, would like to also have our voices heard. We have a different experience than cis men. Right, and binary, non-binary people that are seen as women. Mm -hmm. And also, it's interesting, a lot of the religion tries to, especially the fundamentalist religion, tries to shush women or non-men. And I would really like to challenge co-opting of the Christian faith, especially because that's the faith that I aspire to. Not only uh, from a fundamentalist point of view, but also even new liberal, new age liberal Christians who um, may not go as far as I do. I consider myself a very progressive Christian. And I wanna bring faith into the conversation when it comes to having difficult conversations because that informs who I am. We expect on the channel to have a variety of videos from these conversational things, which I feel like the majority of it is going to be conversational as we have these difficult conversations. We also know that there are a lot of people out there who are doing great work in this realm and we would like to include some reactions to their content, bring in some of the important things that they really say, um, and have some discussions about those things. And maybe we'll kind of dabble a little into film analysis later down the road. And again, going back to that whole, we want to hear our, have our voices heard. We hope eventually to be inviting people from other religious backgrounds, whether it's um, someone who's Catholic or Jewish or uh, Muslim, we hope to or atheist. Well, I would argue that I'm atheist. <laughs> so, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so we just want to have um, a variety of voices get a chance to talk about their own experiences. And if we had to kind of sum up the thesis of our channel, there's this phrase that I'm not sure who originally said, said it, but I think it's very important. A red rose is not selfish because it wants to be a red rose. It would be selfish if it wanted all the other flowers in the garden to be both red and roses. For the rest of this episode, we wanted to just share a little bit of our stories. For me, my faith story, um, I was not raised in church, and uh, I went to church on special days like Christmas or Easter or Mother's Day or when my grandparents were visiting. And those were always special days for me, and they were actually an escape from some of the ickiness of my home life, shall we say. I started going with a neighbor to church when I was about 10 years old and I would go with her and her family two to three times a week and uh, it was really just about hanging out with my friend let's face it but I, I liked going to church because I had a good association with going to church and I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about 
what they were teaching per se, that happened much later in life. And so I'm gonna use Brian McLaren's faith stages. Uh, he calls them stages. I'm gonna call them spheres. And I'm going to, the first sphere is simplicity. It was a simple faith. I believed in God. I believed uh, very simple things about God. And then as I got older and got married and had children, what I believed about God got a complex and I fell into the next sphere, which is complexity. That there were some things that were too simplistic in certain faiths about Christianity. And so I had to start thinking a little bit more about what was being said and taught. And I will tell you, my sister committed suicide. And I remember before that had happened that I was told that if somebody commits suicide, they go to hell. And then my sister committed suicide. And I didn't believe that for a minute. The third stage was perplexity. And that came to me much later in life. My oldest two children were leaving the nest and my husband passed away. And I really had to, um, go through a difficult time and I felt God very near but the idea that I had been good and deserved a good life didn't align with the fact that my husband had suddenly died and that began a journey of perplexity and I actually went I uh, went to a laity um, training for two years and uh, in that training started uh, really rethinking all these things that I had been learning and not really paying that close of attention to or had kind of dug a little bit into the complexity but not really unraveled the thinking so it was a bit also of de deconstruction in that perplexity stage and I will tell you, even to this day, I still kind of struggle with perplexity. There are things that come to my mind that I'm like, I, I, I catch myself realizing that I'm either, I still have simple thinking or only complex thinking. And so that's where these difficult conversations come in. And then the fourth uh, sphere that I aspire, aspire to and in some ways have experienced, but not fully, is harmony. And harmony is for me a beautiful place of contemplation in my faith. It's not where I get to live all the time. So that's been a little bit of my journey. Wouldn't we all like to live in harmony? <laughs> all oh, the time? yes. Isn't there a song to that effect about? Harmony or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my faith journey was a lot different as uh, it was in some ways the opposite. I, I was raised in the church because Eller had been part of the church for a long time before uh, they were even pregnant with me. So I had lived most of my life learning the stories, singing the songs. I guess you know when you're young you do not have like a lot of understanding about the things that are being taught to you for me i 
didn't really start getting that understanding until probably about middle school. I had dealt with serious bullies in elementary school and to try and protect me, um, Eller enrolled me in a private Christian school and um, they are, were, uh, I mean, I'm, sh I'm assuming they still are, but it was a very fundamentalist space. And I was exposed to a lot of fundamentalist ideas, things that in retrospect, I'm learning that were not even things that you were believing. <laughs> like, exactly. So that's the thing. Um, I had no idea some of that. And yeah, yeah. That's a regret on my part, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were doing what you thought was right at the time. Yeah. So for me, I was really dealing with a lot of internalized stuff about... So there was a lot of misogyny that I was taught. There was definitely a lot of stuff that was very anti-LGBTQIA. It is Pride Month, y'all. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and I definitely struggled with... Um, my sexuality because I was in this space that I was like no it's not okay to be like this and oh my gosh it's fine <laughs> I'm good <laughs> but um the I mean it, it got to a point where I told my parent that essentially if you do not change me out of this school I am dropping out when I turn 16 and I'm getting my GD and <laughs> see i told you a pretty amazing human being <laughs> <laughs> knew what they wanted um, so um i was able to switch schools and went to public school and was able to finish high school um early but you know that whole time i i definitely remember we had bible class um pretty much every day and there was like a couple of years that it would do like a rotating schedule. So it would be closer to what you would do in high school and college and middle school. And I did do part of high school there. Um, so not always every day, but sometimes. And then once a week we had chapel and we would have different speakers come in and, you know, it, it definitely reflecting on what I was reading in the Bible and the general things that were being taught outside of like, Bible class, well, even in Bible class, was, I felt like I had read a different book than everybody else. <laughs> so it, you know, there were just a lot of different moments that made me unsure. Um, I was like 13 or 14 when I remember there was a couple, I was waiting for Eller after church one day, and there was a couple of adults that I was just talking to casually that they were um, friends with. Um, and I remember saying something about this book that I heard that was good for challenging yourself. And they're, both of these older women said, why would I wanna do that? And I just remember being confused because I'm like, why wouldn't you wanna test it? I, I liked science a lot. I saw these ways that we would test different theories and ideas and I was like well why wouldn't you want to kind of push yourself to see if you have the right idea and I just remember feeling very confused about that and then I started seeing more and more hypocrisy after that and um realized I really I 
I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to be part of a faith that doesn't want me. And, um, and I would say that that's gotten a lot better. I have seen over the years as you have be uh, been in open and affirming congregations that are very supportive of LGBTQIA people. Um, I think we still have a very long way to go. A very long way. And I mean, that is not just the church society at large has a yes. very long way to go yes. and I think even more my interest continued as I went into college and I studied political science and I studied sociology and I wanted like to learn as much as I could about why our society was the way that it was and is the way that it is I mean and that for me hasn't stopped I continue to read books and listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos and I like that stuff. For me, always continuing to learn and improve myself and be a better person today than I was yesterday is a number one goal. It is something that I'm very passionate about and I feel concerned sometimes that what I see in a lot of people, especially in fundamentalist Christianity, is a complacency, a desire to say oh well you know one day I'll be in heaven with God and everything will be great and it's like yeah but right now people are starving and people mm -hmm. don't have homes mm -hmm. and why aren't we making this world that we have right now better yes so that is something that has really impacted me and what has brought me to a place where I don't know all the answers. I don't know everything. I believe that I believe the information we have, the science that we have, the information that we have is that most likely it was the Big Bang. Most likely it was evolution. Those are the things that I like generally know. And it, but I have gotten to this place where I am okay with not knowing that because at the end of the day, that does not impact what I want to do with my life. Whether or not God is real is not going to change the fact that I want to make the world a better place. I want to leave it better for my child and hopefully maybe their children if they decide to have children in the future. But, you know, if we survive the impending climate apocalypse, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I think I that's, that right what's interesting <laughs> about that is we kind of end up at the same place. We get there differently and mm -hmm. we're very different. But we're okay with both of us are in that place of like, I don't know, I wasn't there. So I'm okay with the mystery of not knowing. I hold in one hand the possibility of evolution and in the other hand that possibility of creation. And I go, eh, not sure either. It really matters either way. The point is, we're here. I'm not what do we do with this? I'm not a paleontologist. That <laughs> Nor is do not... I aspire to be. No, I'm like, that stuff is like not as interesting to me as it is the actual like here and now and the things yeah. that we can learn and do better and I mean obviously I feel like you have to know your history to an extent but there's only so much history we know and the history that we do know we should take a critical look at because yeah. history is written by yeah. the victors and the people who have the power and for a very long time that has been cis white straight men um so yeah i i think that's that's why we're here and i yeah. hope that that's why you're here and that we can be on a journey together to 
to talk about difficult things, mm -hmm. to learn together, to maybe not, not to learn to try to force somebody to see it differently, but to learn and just respect the diversity and to to respect differences. As George Carlin said, uh, religion's kind of like shoes. It's great that you found a pair that fit, but don't make me try to wear your shoes. Oh yeah. So yeah. I love that. I love <laughs> so, that. That whole general thing of like, uh, and I think we're both also operating of that. The again, I feel like these cliches are just kind of an easy way to sum this up. But like, your ability to swing your fist ends at my face, and that we're both operating from that perspective, of we want people to be able to live their lives and have their opinions as long as they are not causing harm. Right. And if there's someone who's living in a state of pain or shame or fear, then we might speak words of kindness and understanding and empathy and make the world really a better place. Mm -hmm. Bye for now. <laughs> Hope you have a great week.